Welcome to The Art of Discernment, a podcast where professors from across the Master's University discuss current events and higher education from a biblical worldview. Hello and welcome back to The Art of Discernment. Joining me today is Professor Joe Suzuki from the English Department at the Master's University. Joe, it's great to have you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Now, we are here to discuss something that is very near and dear to me, uh, and that is the subject of anime. And before I launch into all these questions that I've got here, let me first start with basic, most important one maybe, is what is it? For people who maybe don't know, what what is anime? Well, anime is just uh, another form of a, um, a motion picture, but uh, uses that uh, handwritten or computer-generated uh, images. But then the question is, what's uh, so special about it? And what's the difference between that and that uh, Disney cartoon? It's going to be a little bit longer, but there's a history behind it. Uh, that is that, uh, first of all, um, Japanese had this indigenous form of a graphic novel called manga. And uh, that's been around for a long time. Uh, the term first came into the language since uh, 18th century, I believe. Yeah, and then uh, when the Disney came up with their uh, motion picture, Japanese just ate it up. And uh, they thought that it was the greatest thing that there is. And uh, they incorporated the indigenous form of a uh, graphic novel and uh, basically animated it. And if you're going to go back to the uh, etymology of, of the word anime, actually, it's the word animation. So it crossed the ocean, Pacific that is, and it came to Japan, and uh, uh, we call it animation, like that. Ah, okay. <laughs> then everything in Japan, you shorten that. So animation became anime. Then it crossed the ocean one more time back to the United States, and the uh, anime, they can't say it that way, so they call it anime, like An- that. Yeah. <laughs> anime. <laughs> are, are there some examples of, of uh, anime that, that maybe listeners uh, would recognize that, that they could connect this term to? Yeah, um, there are so many good ones that uh, came out uh, late 90s to uh, 2000. Most famous ones are done by uh, that the director named Hayao Miyazaki. And uh, you may have heard Spirited Away, mm-hmm. um, Princess Mononoke, uh, Castle in the Sky, My Neighbor Totoro. <laughs> uh-huh. There are so many of them that they came out and it was a blockbuster. So uh, you, you may have heard some of those uh, names. So it may be that our listeners have never heard of anime, but so Joe, before we get too far into this, why are we talking about anime at all? Is this some sort of a fringe thing or is this as big as I think it is? I think it is really big. We all heard about Pokemon and that is a form of the anime. Ah, okay. Um, the Naruto series, some of you, uh, you may have heard about that. Uh, that is an epic. It started out in 1999 and it lasted all the way until 2014. So uh, it became a cultural phenomenon, uh, not only in Japan, but most people in the States, younger people. Of course, Pokemon, I think it began as a manga, the graphic novel. Mm -hmm. Then that became an animation and it became a game and became a cultural phenomenon. Uh, You may have a Pokemon Go on your phone and try to catch another one (laughs) in your classroom. 
So even if you listening are not a fan of anime, if you have children, they probably are or they will be soon because it's very, very yes. popular and getting even more popular. Yes. So whenever I give one of those uh, like Pokemon as an illustration in my class, I ask my students, say, you guys grew up with Pokemon, right? And majority, if not all of them, will say yes. So the, you're teaching a class this summer on, on anime mm-hmm. in the English department. Yeah. And we were talking before, you were saying you had a good number of students in there. What are they hoping to learn in a class about anime? First and foremost, most, if not all of them, they love anime. So they wanted to take the course in it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, my goal is, of course, uh, not only just to enjoy it, uh, but to analyze it, to find out why, what is the attraction. Um, you know, you break it down, and especially it came from Japan. So uh, there's a lot of cultural values that are involved in it. So by looking at it, by examining it, and, you know, describe the historical background, cultural background, clarifying the terminologies so as to find out why are we so attracted to it. And also uh, some of the value systems, why do we value the kind of things that we value? It's a very important exercise. That You actually triggered my next question. I was, I'm staring at my, my list of questions here. You hinted at it when you, you said, why do we value it? Or, you know, and, and I guess I'd, I'd love to hear the answer. Can you give me a little preview on, on your answer to that question? Why, what is it about anime that is so attractive to, to the Western world? It's become very popular, I know. Why, why, why do we like it so much? You know, there are some core values that the God had instilled in us. Uh, you uh, read Romans chapter 2 and that the role of the conscience, and we have this innate awareness about what is good, what is evil. And uh, there are, are things that we are attracted to, um, such as the notion of justice. What is just? What is uh, injustice? Uh, what is beauty? What's beautiful? And uh, what are the kind of uh, action that is honorable? Um, basically, you're going into talk about this uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Know, what is just, what is pure, what is mm-hmm. honorable, uh, what is uh, worthy of praise, uh, uh, what is a, um, that the lovely, all these things are uh, built into the culture. And uh, when you begin to examine that uh, particular chapter, you, you can go all the way back to uh, chapter 1, verse 27, that says that uh, Apostle Paul commands us to live worthy as a earthly citizens, worthy of the gospel of Christ. And in that context, Paul talks about, think about all these things. Mm. And some of those things are reflected in that the popular culture. So we have this innate awareness of those. And uh, when we look at uh, a watch and, and uh, examine them, uh, there's a resonance that uh, mm. uh, goes on. Is there a specific demographic that watches anime, or is it across the, the field? Well, it's a very interesting question to ask, right? <laughs> because I'm an old guy. <laughs> I was born in 1959. Anyway, uh, and, you know, I love it. Uh, part of the reason is my cultural background. I was born and raised in Japan. I speak the language. I grew up watching those things. And the uh, interesting thing about that is that uh, when I talk to the faculty members, some of them love it, like yourself, okay? Mm-hmm. And others, they cannot relate to it, that form of entertainment. And I was thinking about why that is. The closest analogy I can come up with, opera. Ah, okay. 
I that's it. That's a good one. Cannot relate to opera. Me either. <laughs> Except the Klingon ones. I love Klingon opera. But other than that, uh, you know, I just cannot relate to it. And uh, music people can tell me it's great. Look at the plot. Look at the, you know that uh, philosophical content. Uh, they are all there, but the uh, media is the one that I just cannot relate to. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> that's the reason. <laughs> Let me put it this way. Let me ask you this question: For the person who's not seen anime but they have seen you know, Lion King or something like that. They might be asking, well, what's the difference? I don't understand what, what's different about anime. And you alluded to it a bit earlier, but I'd love to hear more. What would be some of the hallmark differences between you know, Eastern mm-hmm. animation, anime, yeah. and what we are accustomed to here in the West? Uh, first and foremost is, of course, uh, it's the Japanese culture, Japanese history, language, and the cultures reflected in it. So... Uh, that's part of the attraction because the Westerners, you know, you uh, encounter that and it's just fascinating. Another thing is the level of artistry that uh, the, the contemporary Disney cartoons uh, animation, they are really well done, but not to that level. Ah, okay. It is just the effort and that uh, resources that are involved in not only in drawing and uh, making it into that emotion, but music and everything that's involved in there is a uh, so much more painstaking. When when you I know when you walk into a, a store that sells say graphic novels, right, or comic books or something like that, um, you you can spot the anime section immediately. There's just different colors, a different look to it, and it and it's a different style of beauty. It's it's absolutely unique to its culture and you see that and there's mm-hmm. and there's a different kind of person attracted to I mean, you know, as we all are attracted to different types of art but uh it's it's distinct there's no question yes. about it and yeah. I, i've noticed and, and i teach the graphic novel class here on mm-hmm. campus that the influence goes both ways you know you, you mentioned the the anime and animation crossing back and forth in the pacific mm-hmm. you know and you mentioned story and culture I, I know in the western graphic novel world the cultures or the stories are very much linear yes but not so much with the manga and in anime right mm-hmm. they're they're more yeah it's much more complicated um not many of the things uh um have a happy ending you know in the western ones it's always happy ending but the plot is so much more complex and there's so much more experimentation thought uh, experiment going on uh, both in terms of a uh, science fiction ones or more historical ones or much more so-called realistic ones. It is uh, that the philosophical content is a uh, night and day. So with that in mind, and we know our audience, how should a Christian look to engage in, this applies to any art form, but also since we're mm-hmm. talking about anime, yeah. how should a Christian approach anime with the understanding of you know, the things you quoted from the Apostle Paul, you know, mm-hmm. about how, what to dwell on and what to and how to guard your mind? What would your advice be about this particular world for a Christian and engaging in it? As you said, um, when we encounter uh, everything uh, in our culture, we have to exercise discernment. And the discernment doesn't come just by uh, staring at it. It involves the practice. You read uh, Hebrews chapter 5. At the very end, verse uh, 14, the writer of the Hebrews <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> differentiates uh, that the milk drinkers from a meat eater. And drinking milk is equated with the uh, studying of the doctrine of the scriptures. But uh, if uh, that is just uh, in our head and we don't do anything with that, and then we're just a baby. Right. But when we apply it, we exercise it, then uh, that we become stronger. 
uh, not only the ability for uh, discernment in a limited area, but our faith in general. It's much broader than that. And we walk into the theater, mm-hmm. we just don't put our mind in a neutral gear. We watch it, we enjoy it. Then you have to reflect upon what is the part that was enjoyable. Just recently, actually, that was last week, um, I went to see this a uh, new uh, anime called uh, Demon Slayer with my son and uh, about a dozen students and one other faculty member uh, whose name is not going to be mentioned because I don't want to em- embarrass Joey Kim. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyway, so uh, uh, we went there, we watched it, and, uh, you know, afterwards uh, we were outside just chatting, you know, and uh, uh, the main character is so likable. Mm. In fact, even within that, I don't want to give too much spoiler, but within the, the film, uh, this, uh, the bad guy goes inside of this main character's mind and try to destroy the core of uh, uh, his psyche. Mm. And he walks in uh, to his uh, unconscious. It's like a beautiful, peaceful blue sky and this uh, a lake. And this guy was just sitting in there and crying because it's so peaceful. He could not destroy this guy's the, the core uh, psyche because he liked it so much. Uh, <laughs> and That's this great. main character is uh, self-sacrificing all his quests to become stronger so he can protect his family. And that is like, you look at that and you're like, that's why. That's the peace that we as Christians can have. And if somebody who's tormented soul can go inside of us, and you know, all of us, uh, we've sinned and we've uh, dealt with that. But because of the forgiveness in Christ, they're just totally wiped out. Mm-hmm. Amen. We can live guilt-free and we can don't have to be tormented because of the work of the cross. Uh, so wish that the unbeliever can get into our, our mind and experience that. So that's the kind of things that we think about. That's great. I, I love how when you said unconscious, you did the air quotes. I know that people listening couldn't hear that. <laughs> but but then when you cross that bridge to the Christian's mind, and it's not the subconscious, unconscious, now I'm doing air quotes, but it's that foundation of peace that we have that in spite of you know everything that we are as sinners, that God's mercies are new every day. Mm-hmm. And that is an unassailable peace. And so you see that in an anime and mm-hmm. it resonates with you. And is it, if you do like what you said earlier, which is you don't watch it, when I love this phrase, with your mind in neutral, mm-hmm. to be pushed back and forth, but you're actually engaging with the material, whether or not the filmmaker intended it, your mind is drawn to, okay, that's the source of my green pastures in my mind mm-hmm. is, yes, life is life, but I have this peace and here's why. Mm-hmm. And I love that. That's that's great. Yeah. When you read uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Apostle Paul this time, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, says that we have the mind of Christ and uh, we can evaluate all things. So uh, as Christians, that should come naturally for us. So everything we watch, everything we uh, listen to, see, uh, read, uh, we exercise the mind of Christ, evaluate all things. So as we talk about anime and how the the believer interacts with it, what are some of the specific components or ingredients to anime that maybe a Christian should be aware of when entering into this world so that they can be discerning as they engage with the ideologies and philosophies and perspectives that come through this new or newly popular medium? Uh, Because it is situated in Japan and Japanese culture, 
one of the main differences, the view of the spirit world is radically different from that the West. So uh, this animism is everywhere. Even when the, the Japanese anime portrays the futuristic uh, post-apocalyptic world that's dominated by the machines, machines can take on this uh, animistic spirit. And uh, that the view of the spirit is so different from uh, the West. We just uh, recently watched this Demon Slayer series. Demons in Japan is not a spirit being. They are monsters. But again, the West, there's a clear-cut difference between immaterial spirit and material world. But uh, in the animistic culture, they're interchangeable. So it's very different. You have to get used to it to some degree, but you have to shift your um, a mindset uh, completely for us to understand uh, what they're dealing with. So that's one of the things that you have to be aware of. And the second thing is that the collective value system. The Western the value is more individualistic. But in Japan, there's a strong sense of a uh, collectivity the group mentality. So it is a, uh, the virtuous thing for an individual to sacrifice themselves for the good of others. And in some ways, it's similar to that biblical agape love, that love that seeks the good of others rather than of yourself. And uh, that's, of course, uh, motivated by the Holy Spirit. So if you don't have that, that you cannot do it to that extent. But still, the culture uh, sees that and those values are reflected in it. So, uh, for example, if I watch some of those shows with my son, and uh, sometimes that the main character willingly sacrifices uh, himself, herself to uh, rescue other people. And, and then we'll stop and say, wow, that was so good. Why was it so good? You know? Uh, can we do it that, uh, that way when the, the situation comes? And, mm. you know, that, that's uh, going to be a good point that, that we can talk about some of those issues. So when you're watching anime with your kids, Joe, uh, and these differences come up between cultures, be mm -hmm. between perspectives and worldviews, mm -hmm. uh, things like that, how do you uh, interact with them and with the anime to help them think critically about those new ideas that might be coming up? Uh, first of all... I, it's uh, it's not a, a really big deal for me, but uh, for many parents, they may have a hard time <laughs> watching those. But I encourage uh, them to make an effort, just like uh, when you listen to the, the music that the kids listen to. Uh, since uh, we did not grow up with those, uh, we may have a hard time uh, relating to them. But at least uh, we have to make an effort to uh, enjoy what the kids are enjoying uh, so that we can understand them better and to relate to them better. Yeah, it's it's no different, you know, with any anything that my kids absorb, you know, entertainment, your music, movies, mm -hmm. television, you know, I'm always there and giving my thoughts and giving a biblical perspective on whatever the messages are coming through. In some cases, like you mentioned, uh, those messages are, are actually affirm what we believe in, and sometimes mm -hmm. they don't. But in either case, it's, it you know, we're there as parents, and I'm sure our listeners feel the same way, to walk them through that and, and just point them in the right direction as they go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that uh, you may find it uh, enjoyable. Watch out, you might get hooked. <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, Joe, this has been this has been really fun, and uh, Good. I'm excited for you to be able to teach this class again. And I'm especially excited for your students. I know they're uh -huh. going to love it. I'm a little jealous. I wish I could be in there, but uh, you know, in, all in the Lord's timing, I guess. But uh, thank you so much for for joining us today. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Have a great class, and I'll I'll see you on campus. Okay, great. Thank you for listening to The Art of Discernment. 
For more information on the Masters University, visit masters.edu. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We'll see you next time.